Praise God. What a blessing it is to come your way one more time with the word of God. Um, today I'll be speaking about the spirit and the power of endurance. And I'll start from the book of 2 Timothy chapter uh, 3, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to verse number 6. And Paul writes to Timothy, I'll be reading out of the King James Version of the Bible. He tells him, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And he says, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who had chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully. The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. Now, as human beings, uh, we find in the human condition several weaknesses. We find several weaknesses in our human condition. And this is how we are. This is our makeup. This is who we are. There are weaknesses in us as human beings. In the book of Psalm 39, verse number 4, the psalmist writes, he says, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. So the psalmist requires of God, he wants God to teach him how frail he is. Now, this is uh, an important prayer because, you see, there are some aspects of our lives that leave us feeling superhuman, feeling that everything is perfect and nothing can ever go wrong with us. As a pastor, I've heard some other pastors even preach and teach that um, there's, you mustn't ever be afraid as a human being. Now, that is impossible because fear is part of the human condition. So you can see something that frightens you and then from then on, you no longer remain afraid. But when you see it, it evokes fear in you. That's a natural response. That's a normal response. And these are things I want you to understand because weakness is part of the human condition. When Jesus was here in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that in the days of his flesh, the Bible says he feared. He feared. Even Jesus, the son of God, he feared. So weakness is part of the human condition. Now, one of um, the things that are present, one of the weaknesses that are present in the human condition is the condition of being or feeling, being or feeling vulnerable, being or feeling vulnerable. Now, this condition opens us up to attacks. That's number one. Uh, number two is the same thing that allows us to be easily hit. Number three is the same thing that allows us to be easily discouraged. Is the same thing, number four, that allows us to be easily manipulated. Is the same thing, number five, that allows us to be easily deceived. And then also, feeling vulnerable sometimes makes us weaker than we really are. One, one creature that is a symbol of strength, a symbol of endurance, is the camel. Now, the camel is powerful because, number one, the camel has f uh, st f stores of flesh and fat that it can absorb energy from during times of scarcity, during times of austerity. So as the camel is traveling through 
uh, the desert, the hump at the back of the camel is actually designed, put there by God. It's like, it's like an external drive. Okay, it's like an external battery that God gives the camel. So the camel can derive energy, strength from that. The camel also can go for several days without water. Several days without water. Then also, another thing is that the way God created the camel, it, has, it's, it was structurally created by God with certain qualities that allow the camel to endure certain terrains that other creatures cannot. For instance, the camel has eyelashes that are so long and strong that when there is a blizzard in the desert, the eyelashes, the eyelashes cover the eyes of the camel so that the dust do not get into the eyes of the camel and it can see clearly. Another thing is that the nostrils of the camel may be closed during sunstorms and the camel can still breathe well. Now, this is how God created the camel. And so the camel is created to endure, to be able to live through circumstances and through places where other creatures cannot. My prayer is that God will give you strength, God will give you endurance, and God will give you all that it takes to go through life. Now, endurance, you see, is one of the important character traits that every believer must have and live by. Every believer must have and live by endurance. Endurance is the same thing as long-suffering. And we see in the book of Galatians 5.22 that long-suffering is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Long-suffering is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And so as we grow in God, as we grow in our relationship with God, one fruit we must bear is the fruit of endurance, the fruit of long-suffering. Long-suffering or endurance is synonymous with perseverance, continuity, abidance, and patience. Long-suffering is synonymous with perseverance, continuity, abidance, and patience. Endurance is a combination of patience and faith. Endurance is a combination of patience and faith patience that this is not all that there is and faith that god is going to bring me out of this situation so the patient says that this process must have its full course and the faith says that god will not abandon me here in second thessalonians chapter 1 verse 4 we read so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of god for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure so the coupling of patience and faith allow the people of god to endure their persecutions and their tribulations now we read about the case of the psalmist in psalm 16 verse 8 to 10 and the psalmist says that I have set the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. He said, therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoiced. My flesh also shall rest in hope for thou will not leave my soul in hell 
neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. When the people of God begin to walk in the strength and the power of endurance, what it means is that they begin to espouse the mentality that God is not going to abandon me. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. God is going to bring me out. And so, uh, for instance, as we go through this COVID-19 pandemic and people have already become desperate, people don't know where to turn, what to do. People are frustrated for the child of God who is bearing or, or developing the fruit of endurance. The child of God understands that God will not abandon me here. And so your business might not be the way you want it. Uh, your relationship might not be going the way you expect it to go. Your finances are all, even your profits might have taken a downturn, but you still believe God that God will not abandon me here. God has a plan for me. Another thing about endurance is that endurance is one of the clear signs of the presence of God in the life of his children. In the book of John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, we know that God is love. We know that God is love. And in 1 Corinthians 13 and 7, we know that love endures all things. We know that God is love, and we know love endures all things. So endurance becomes one of the signs of God's presence with us. When God is with us, it becomes easy for us to endure some of the things other people cannot endure. Some of the things that will easily break other people down God's presence with us allows us to endure that becomes the grace that becomes the strength to weather the storms to go through the difficulties and the hardships that we face in life and that is why the child of God can go through some circumstances and everybody's wondering how are you able to do it and we tell them it is not me it is the grace of God and the writer clearly communicates it so when he tells us it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth, it is God that showeth mercy. And so endurance becomes one of the signs of God's presence with his children. There are reasons why the child of God must endure. The first reason why the child of God must endure is that it is the right Christian response to the difficulties, to the hardships, to the afflictions, to the vicissitudes of life. When a child of God meets difficulty, he's not to run away. When a child of God meets difficulties, he is to endure. So in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, Paul tells Timothy, endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. If you're truly a child of God, at the time when everybody's throwing in the towel, at the time when everybody's giving up that is the time you rise up the bible tells us that if we faint in the day of adversity our strength is small the right christian approach the right christian response to difficulty and hardship is that when difficulty and hardship raise its ugly head we run to our father we run to our god we run to our king we run to the eternal love of our souls because when our souls are overwhelmed within us we know somebody who is able to calm us down and this is one of the things that allows us or that this is one of the things that is the reason why the child of God must endure. We endure because it is the right Christian response. One of the things I want you to look at, for instance, is um, 
in an environment where there are adults and there are children, it is assumed that adults should be able to endure certain things that the children cannot be able to endure. Now, in, uh, in the environment where the child of God is with other people who are not children of God, it is assumed that the child of God is the mature one, the strong one, the endowed one, the favored one, the blessed one, the powerful one. And so the right Christian response to our difficulties, to our problems, to hardship is endurance. And endurance paints a picture. It allows the world to know that we know who our God is. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how hard it is. Our God will make a way. Our God will bring us out. Our God will bless. Our God will heal. Our God will deliver. Our God will make a way where there is no way. The second reason why the child of God endures is because of other Christians. It's because of other Christians. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, we see one of the things that is most important to the heart of God. And in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, we find out that one of the things that is most important to the heart of God is that he wants all men to be saved. He doesn't want any lost. And so when Paul writes to Timothy in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, in verse number 10, he writes, he tells him, Therefore, I endure all things for the elect sick that they may also obtain the salvation which is in christ jesus with eternal glory now i want you to understand that when the child of god is going through trials when the child of god is going through difficulty the way he or she handles himself becomes a testimony to other believers as i sit here i have my scars as you watch me you have your scars but you see the way we handle the problems we've gone through the way we endure our hardships and our difficulties commends the faithfulness of god commends the goodness of god to other people now if you look at me and i say to you god is faithful you might write it off if you don't know my story but if you know my story and i tell you god is faithful then if your story doesn't come close to my story then when i tell you god is faithful you better believe it because if i say it then god is faithful now why must you take my word for it when i say god is faithful because i've endured certain things that the ordinary person cannot endure and so when i endure it is for the sake of other believers there are people who take my word as a credible word as a credible instruction because they know what i have endured my question to you child of god is are you being are you allowing yourself to be used by god as an example in endurance generally what we want to do we want to come out of our problems quickly we want god to make a way we want god to heal we want god to deliver we want god to open the doors we want god to connect the dots we want god to just stop the rain so that we walk through on sunshine and we tell everybody it was not raining i prayed and it stopped raining and i walked through on sunshine through the sunshine and sometimes what god says is that i will allow it to rain and at the same time i would expect you to walk to keep walking now, many times you will discover that as you walk through the rain, you find yourself in the sunshine. But if you don't walk through the rain, you don't get to the sunshine. And many times, our faith in God 
is so commendable our our faith in god becomes a lesson for other believers when they see us walking through the rain not grumbling but praising god as we walk through the rain one of uh the songs um we love um most uh in in our home is a song i'll praise you through the storm you know and and there are many storms that the children of god face and when we go through our storms well it is because of other believers and i want you to listen to me carefully somebody is about to sell your destiny for a muzzle of meat somebody is about to sell your destiny for an iphone somebody is about to sell your future for brazilian hair i want you to stand your ground there are other believers that are watching you there are other believers that are learning from you there are people whose faith is going to be founded on how you are dealing with the current situation you are dealing with there are some people who are going to hear your story and when they hear your story what they are going to say is that if this person can believe god in this situation in my situation i will believe god i have nothing else to do a third reason why the child of god must endure is because we have been illuminated obviously this word illuminated will scare people because people associate the word illuminated with illuminati and they are not the same words okay illuminated just means a light shining on you now we can endure through our troubles our struggles because the light of the word of god has shone on us the word illuminated is a greek word fotizo and it means to shed light on something or to shine or to brighten up something or to make to see now see when we are illuminated what it simply means is that god makes his word come alive he shines light on his word to us and so somehow when everybody is thinking this is all that there is we believe this is not all that there is there's coming a day that is better than today there's coming a day when the floodgates are going to open and this illumination is what allows us to endure our struggles and so this this light that god sheds on our situation allows us to have a peek into the future and so whereas everybody is complaining about what the present looks like so that based on the present they are not believing for the future we can see into the future and we are believing god for the future the bible tells us about the young man joshua who was sent uh, into the promised land and the bible said they were to bring the fruit of the land now the idea in bringing the fruit of the land was that when they brought the fruit of the land the people of god saw the people of god saw what the land are or how fruitful the land was now the bible says that the grapes they brought from the land the grapes the bunch of grapes were so big that they had to be tied upon a pole and carried between two men and so once the people of israel saw the grapes they realized that when god had told them the land flows with milk and honey god wasn't joking 
now many times god will shed light on certain things for us now these things god sheds light on becomes a foretaste of what is ahead he allow, he allows us to see through these actions what the future holds and so sometimes when we go through the pain when people want us to give up we don't give up because we have the picture of what is going to be born out of our endurance and there's somebody that is screaming in pain and this is a prophetic message for you from god don't give up hold on because what is going to come out of this season of pain is more weightier is greater and heavier than the pain you're currently going through the Bible paints the picture of a woman in labor and the Bible tells us that when she delivers, she stops crying because her heart rejoices for what she has brought forth. I want you to catch a glimpse of what God is about to bring out of you. I want you to catch a glimpse of what God is about to do in your life. In the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 32, the Bible said, but call to remembrance the former days in which after ye were illuminated, ye endured a great fight of afflictions. And when we, when we have access to the light of the word of God, it becomes easy for us to endure all things. When we have access to the light of the word of God, all of a sudden the things that break other people down doesn't break us down. When we have access to the light of the word of God, all of a sudden when people are running away from their blessing, we are running to the blessing because we have caught the light of the word of God. And I pray that God will make the light of his word available to you. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19, uh, the apostle writes, and he says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. We have a, sh- a more sure word of prophecy, and that is the word of God. The word of God is light. It lightens up darkness. Once we have access to that light, there's no darkness that can continue. There's no darkness that can remain in our lives. And I'm praying in the mighty name of Jesus that God will illuminate his word to you. In the name of Jesus, may the prophecy, may the promise of God to you, to your family, just come alive in the mighty name of Jesus. May you see God bring into pass what he promised in the name of jesus may god shine may god shed more light on his word to you and to your family in jesus mighty name hallelujah also we endure number four because of our knowledge of god we endure because of our knowledge of god in hebrews chapter 11 verse 27 the bible speaking of moses the bible says that for by faith he forsook egypt not fearing the wrath of the king for he endured as seeing him who is invisible when you've caught a glimpse of god when you've caught a revelation of god it becomes easy for you to endure when you know him as el shaddai when you know him as the almighty god you can endure because you know that when he's ready there's nothing he cannot do 
when you catch a glimpse of God and you see him as Jehovah Jireh even in times of difficulty in times of dryness and scarcity it is easy for you to endure because you know that he's the provider and there is nothing that he cannot provide you know that when he's ready to provide he will provide not according to our needs but according to his riches and my prayer for you is that in this season may you catch a glimpse of God some of us are um, almost at the point of giving up some of us are at the point of desperation some of us are at the point of frustration because we can't see God for who he is we've not caught a glimpse of God but like Moses when you catch a glimpse of God you can forsake all the treasure and all the riches of Egypt and you count them as nothing Paul said I everything that I counted worthy now I count it as dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ when you catch a revelation of him nothing matters anymore nothing matters anymore nothing in this world matters anymore because you know exactly what God is able to do that he's a way maker he's a healer unlike any he is a deliverer he's a door opener he still has the keys of David in his hands and when he opens doors no man can shut them and when he shuts doors no man can open them the moment you catch a glimpse of him and who he is it becomes easy for you to go through all the difficulties all the trials that you go through as a person hallelujah 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 the fifth reason why we can endure our trials our difficulties and the temptations that we go through as people of god is because of the example of our lord jesus christ in the book of hebrews chapter 12 and verse number two the bible says looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross he despised the shame and now he sits down at the right hand of the throne of god and so as we look at jesus as we look at what jesus um endured it becomes easy for us to endure now i want you to understand that no matter what you're going through now it's not as difficult it's not as painful as what jesus went through first of all he was god he became man put on human flesh and that alone is frustration when you have power and it is under control that can be frustrating i i don't know if you've ever been in a queue in a place where you knew somebody and you felt i would do the right thing by being in a queue and the queue was long and you know usually if you know somebody and the queue is long you just want to jump the queue go to the person you know at the counter so they serve you and you go through the queue and jesus had to go through the queue for 33 years and i'm telling you that's not fun that's not exciting praise the lord and that's the example of jesus men spat on him men he had created they wounded him for our transgressions and at the time he was being wounded we had not even made our minds to repent even after he has been wounded some of us are still living in sin and he's saying I was wounded more than 2,000 years ago for somebody that is living in sin today. Praise the Lord. And that alone must allow us to endure. Remember, Jesus washed the feet of everybody, including Judas. 
including Thomas and including Peter. He knew Thomas was going to doubt. He knew Peter was going to turn his back on him. And he knew Judas was going to sell him. And yet he washed his feet. Now, as we begin to look at the, the example of Jesus in enduring, then it becomes easy for us to endure the little things we're going through. Somebody watching me on the verge of divorce, and actually the problem, the reason for the divorce is really nothing important. It is something trivial. And some of you are saying, but pastor, this is a big issue. Well, it doesn't matter how big it is, you could always forgive. And that's what our Jesus has done. He forgave us. And so when we look at this example, it becomes easy for us to endure. We can learn from him and learn to endure. Another reason why we can endure uh, or why we must endure uh, is because we have been strengthened by God. The person, the man, the woman who has been strengthened by God must find room in their life for endurance, must be able to endure. You see, in the book of Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 10, the Bible says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. We have been strengthened by God, and that allows us to endure. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. We can endure because God has given us the grace to endure. We can fight the way we fight because God has given us the grace to fight the way we fight. And I want to believe God. I want to pray with you. And I want to ask God to give you the strength. I want to ask God to give you the grace. There are things that people are going through currently as you're listening to me on the radio, as you're watching on the internet. There are things that you are enduring. And I'm talking about difficulties. Some are going through sicknesses. Some are going through afflictions. Some are going through abuse. And I'm praying that the Lord will give you the strength strength whatever you need to do in this season may the lord give you the strength to be able to do it in the mighty name of jesus i pray that this suddenly the hand of the lord will come upon you and god will give you strength in jesus's mighty name strength in jesus's mighty name number seven we can endure because we are built to last we can endure because of the design how we were created by god how we were designed by God, how we were created by God. In the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 37, the Bible says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He starts, if I, if I can go back to verse number 35, Romans chapter 8 from verse 35 to 37, he starts, he says that, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed all the day long we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter and he says in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us as I continue to teach as I continue to teach about endurance, one of the things I want you to also know, the eighth reason why the child of God must endure is that it is a key to receiving from God. Endurance is a key to receiving from God. Endurance is a key to receiving from God. As we are waiting on the promises of God to be fulfilled, as we are waiting on the promises of God to become a reality, one of the things God requires us to do at this time is to endure. God requires us to 
endure and i pray in the name of jesus that the spirit the grace and the strength of god will come upon you that you'll be able to endure all that you have to endure in this season because there's surely a blessing ahead of you there's surely mercy ahead of you there's grace ahead of you there's help for you in god and you are not going to miss it in the mighty name of jesus in the book of hebrews chapter 5 and verse number 15 the bible speaks of abraham the patriarch and the bible said and so after he had patiently endured he obtained the promise abraham could only obtain the promise of god after he had patiently endured and i want you to know that if you can make time and if you can endure patiently there's a promise that god is releasing to you in this season there's a promise that god is releasing to your house there's a promise that god is releasing to your family and things that have not before been seen are going to be seen in this season because god is making them a reality endurance connects us to many of the promises of god endurance connects us to many of the promises of god now endurance is actually medicine for the soul endurance is actually medicine for the soul you see endurance will will cure a fretful spirit and it will inject patient patience into our daily lives endurance will cure a fretful spirit and it will inject patience into our daily lives now this patience always comes along with peace the patience that accompanies endurance is always followed by peace peace is the right spirit for cultivating all that god has designed for us if you are not in peace you are in pieces but when you are in peace you can wait patiently on god endure whatever you're going through knowing that god is going to make a way out of it for you and i'm praying for you i'm believing god for you and your family in this season that god will visit you and that you'll be able to wait upon god and to receive what god is bringing into your life in this season in the book of second peter chapter 1 verse 5 to verse number 8 there are um there's a list there's a list that the apostle writes uh, of things that we must add to our faith things that we must add to our faith and there are seven things he mentions there are seven traits every christian must have and surprisingly them is endurance one of them is endurance and so he says add to your to your faith virtue and to your virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity for if these things be in you and abound they make you so that you shall neither be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ and he mentioned patience patience he mentioned patience now so we know then patience endurance is one of the fruits that every christian needs because it will make us fruitful in our relationship with god it will make us fruitful in our knowledge of god it makes endurance patience abundance continuance makes us super productive in our christian life it makes us super productive in our christian life it is heavenly virtue and it cannot be found here on the earth endurance is a heavenly virtue 
It cannot be found on the earth. You can buy it in the market. You can buy it in the pharmacy shop. It's a heavenly virtue. And that's why it is one of the fruits of the spirit. It is one of the fruits of the spirit. In the book of Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 3, the Bible said, For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. And so he recommends Jesus, he recommends the life of Jesus, and he says we must consider it, we must learn from it, we must pay attention to the life of Jesus, we must learn from the life of Jesus. As a matter of fact, in First, first Peter chapter 4, and verse number 12 the apostle says beloved think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened unto you and here peter writes to the church and he's talking to them about endurance and he's telling the church when you go through your trials don't think it is strange and you know usually there's the penchant that when we're going through trials we begin to feel like what we're going through is so unique to our situation that nobody is going through what we are going through and sometimes we like to about our drama and we like to tell everybody my drama is bigger than your drama you don't know what i'm going through and it's like we like throwing a pity party you know people i mean somebody just meets you and they say oh big man instead of receiving the declaration they are making you revert it back to the person say no 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 no, you are the big man and so oh, you are favored by god so, oh no no me small me and big you and, you know you must learn it you must learn that what you are going through is not a unique situation don't don't always assume that you are the one that is struggling praise the lord one of the things i want you to learn to do is i want you to learn to endure i want you to learn to endure trials and problems in life are not strange actually trials and problems in life are always a key to the next level are always a connector to the place of blessing the more blessed you are the more difficult your circumstances everything that is of value has a price tag that is very big everything that is of value has a big price tag if it is not valuable it doesn't have a big price tag if you want diamonds you must dig deep into the earth if you want gold you must dig deep you must dig deep into the earth if you want stones they are scattered on the face of the earth the blessing you are looking for if it is a stone kind of blessing then don't worry yourself you don't need to go too far you'll find it very easily but if your blessing is the diamond kind then sometimes to come by it it will take time you'll go through a lot of turbulence a lot of difficulties a lot of fights a lot of afflictions but blessed be god forevermore god has a way of escape god has a plan god is going to bring you out there's somebody listening to me and i'm excited Excited to declare this to you god is going to bring you out of where you are god is going to bring you out of the difficulty you will not die in the difficulty i see god making a way i see god opening a door i see god connecting you to grace and it doesn't matter how long it is taking god is still making a way and it doesn't matter what people think it doesn't matter what your naysayers and your gainsayers are saying god is going to bring you out I remember several years ago reading a book by Bishop T.D. Jakes called Can You Stand to Be Blessed? And I, and I believe, I believe that that book mirrored the very picture of somebody that is blessed. Because you see, when you are blessed, you must 
standard to receive your blessing and i'm telling you it is not always easy to stand there are things that will bring you down on your knees there are things that will break your teeth in your mouth so you can't smile there are things that will take your joy away there are trials that will take the laughter out of you but for the child of god that is blessed by god you must make up your mind i am blessed i am favored by god and it doesn't matter how long it takes before the world sees it i will endure it doesn't matter the trials i have to go through it doesn't matter the amount of darkness i need to go through before i come to the light i'm not giving up i'm going to walk through the darkness and i will come to the light i like what the psalmist said he said yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death blessed be god forevermore the psalmist did not teach us to lie down dead in the valley of the shadow of death he did not teach us to retreat in the valley of the shadow of death he said i walk through the valley of the shadow of death and i'm telling you child of god if you are walking you are okay if you are walking that's progress if you are walking that's movement if you are walking that's progress one foot in front of the other maybe you may not take too many steps today but don't worry about it as long as you are taking steps today that's all right that's endurance that's a sign that i'm not going to die here this is not all that there is i believe that there is more 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 one of the reasons why god allows us to go through trials is that he uses trials to build us to mold us to make us stronger and to prepare us for our blessing he uses trials to mold us to build us to equip us to prepare us for our blessing there is no way god will allow a tear from our eye to be wasted the psalmist writes about this in the book of psalms and he says all my tears you have kept in your bottle even our tears are not wasted by god listen to me child of god if you're going through affliction and you are crying yourself to bed at night every tear you are crying god is recording it god is receiving that tear and keeping it in a bottle and as god is looking on those tears he's also using it to build you he's using it to wash you he's using it to mold you he's using it to empower you and he's using all all of these difficulties to make you the man of substance the woman of substance that he desires for you to be hallelujah hallelujah and i've seen many people who don't want to go through their trials and i've seen parents who don't want their children to go through their trials and and i understand because you know sometimes it is a little cumbersome i remember when my son uh was learning how to tie his shoelace i remember i never wanted him to tie his shoelace i always felt as he was tying his shoelace i always felt like tying it for him because i felt it would make things quick and we could move very fast but i also had to be wise enough to know if i always do it for him he will grow up never knowing how to do it and so i had to leave him to learn to do it no matter how long it took because one day he was going to learn and he would be able to do it by himself and now he can easily do it by himself how long did it take it didn't take too long he tried it a few times and it was easy for him to catch on but as a typical parent what i could have done is to help him to avoid the difficulty and in helping him to avoid the difficulty he would have also avoided the lesson 
Anytime we take the path of least resistance, anytime we take the path where there's no difficulty, God is trying to let us know that because we don't want to endure, we are avoiding important lessons. We are avoiding important blessings. Praise God. Psalmist writes in Psalm 119, verse number 70. And the psalmist tells us in Psalm 119, verse number 71, he says, It was good for me, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. It is good for me that I have been afflicted. That's what the psalmist says. He says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. He began to learn the law of God, the righteousness of the laws of God. He began to learn the importance of the word of God once he started going through affliction. And I'm, I'm telling you, child of God, there are sometimes God will require us to endure certain things and it is for our learning. You see, some of the wisest people you meet in life, they are as wise as they are because of the experience they have had some of the reckless most careless people you meet in life are that are that reckless and that careless because they have never passed through certain things praise god and so when we go through our trials when we endure our trials we learn important lessons Another thing I want you to know as I teach about endurance is that God is not only good to us, but God is also good for us. Let me put it in perspective. God is not only good to us, but God is also good for our sake. For our sake, God is good. And so when we are going through our trials, let's not think that God has not been good to me. Sometimes God is good for us. It is good that we are going through what we are going through. So sometimes it is good for us that God allows us to go through what we are going through. Now, what we generally want is we want God to be good to us and sometimes God says no I'm not going to be good to you I'm going to be good for your sake I will be good and when God is being good for our sake that means that sometimes we're going to pray and God will turn a deaf ear to our prayer what it means is that sometimes we're going to cry in the middle of the night and God will turn a deaf ear to our prayer. It seems it's a deaf ear at the time because, you see, we want an answer at that particular point in time and God will say, no, not now. It's not yet time. Keep waiting. And when it's time, I'm going to answer you. And so God is not just good to us. He's also good for us. And I'm praying that in this season, the goodness of the Lord will be seen in your life. In the Bible, God is used many times as the symbol of endurance. Most of the times the Bible refers to his tender mercies, his truth, his righteousness as enduring forever. And God is used as a picture of endurance because many times the Bible wants us to see that God has so much endurance that he believes we can endure. I can, I can simply talk, for instance, about the love of God. And the love of God shows the endurance of God. And the love of God teaches us that even in love, we must also learn to endure. Now think about it. Jesus came to die for us. 
And when he came to die for us, we didn't even have a room prepared for him. The prophecy about the birth of Jesus had been given thousands of years before he arrived. You know, when you are going to have a baby, before the baby by the clothes, you do everything, everything is prepared. And so the, the moment the woman is in labor and she's going to the hospital, all those things are carried along. Jesus, the son of God, Jesus, the one who was coming to save our world, he came into the world and not even a room had been prepared for him. He had to be born in a manger. Praise God. Now, he went ahead and stayed in the manger. Why? Because his, his mentality was, I'm coming, I'm ready for you, so I'm coming to stay in the manger, so anytime you are ready, I will already be here. Endurance. Praise God. In Psalm 102 and verse number 12, the Bible tells us that God shall endure forever and his remembrance unto all generations now this teaches us one of the reasons why the child of god is able to endure all the difficulties and all the hardships he goes through we are able to endure because our god endures forever if there is no god tomorrow there's no roland roberts tomorrow if god has no strength roland roberts has no strength but if there is god then as surely as there is god i'm telling you as surely as there is god you will have strength he will provide for you he will protect you he will bless you he will make a way for you he will lead you through the difficulties of life he will lead you through the hardships of life when you meet the struggles and the hardships and the difficulties you can be able to go through them when you walk through water he will be with you when you walk through fire he will be with you when you walk through all the difficult circumstances he will be with you and you'll be enabled to walk through them because he empowers you to walk through them in psalm 102 verse number 26 the psalmist says they shall perish but thou shall endure yea all of them shall wax old like a garment as a vesture shall thou change them and they shall be changed and he's saying that all the enemies of god are going to perish they are going to become like a garment they'll grow old it doesn't matter how colorful and how beautiful today they are going to lose their color they are going to lose their glory but not god god is always going to be in power god is always going to be glorified god is going to always be god god is always going to be the almighty god is going to always be the el shaddai god is always going to be the jehovah rohi god is always going to be the healer the deliverer god is always going to be who he is and nothing is going to change that nothing can change that not covid 19 not your problems not the difficulties you face not the affliction surrounding you not the challenges in your family nothing changes who our God is he will endure from generation to generation from eternity to eternity he will remain the same he will remain as he is from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same the name of the Lord our God shall be praised for man will see him for who he is for man will know him for who who he is nothing will change our god nothing will change who he is he's 
Jesus Christ the same yesterday he's the same today and he's the same forevermore blessed be God forevermore he doesn't change the economy cannot change him nothing can change him when the riches of rich uh, when the riches of the rich have become poor God will still be rich nothing changes who God is we can ask so much from God and he can bless us with so much and still that will not diminish the resources the resources of God hallelujah endurance is important for the child of God because there's always a reward in enduring there's always a reward in enduring in James chapter 5 verse number 11 we read that behold we count them happy which endure ye have heard of the patience of Job and you have seen the end of the Lord that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercies and he's talking about the end of Job and he's reminding us you remember the end of Job you remember how Job's story went he lost everything in the beginning but in the end God gave Job double for all of his trouble and you remember the end of Job because Job was advised to curse God and die and Job said no I'm not going to curse God he said I've received good things at the hand of the Lord and so if I'm going through these difficulties I'm not going to curse God it was Job who said he knows the way that I take and when he has tried me I'm going to come forth as pure gold it was Job who said that there is hope of a tree though it has been cut down and the roots have waxed old in the ground it was Job who said at the smell of water it will burn and it will bring forth it was Job it was Job it was Job and the Bible said remember the end of Job remember the end of Job and as I teach this message to you I want you to know there's always a reward in enduring and some of you who are raising your children spending all your money on them people are insulting you are you taking your children to the best schools if you can endure and take good care of them some of them are going to grow up and they'll be your best reward praise God and some of you have a marriage I remember preaching in a certain church and I remember as I was ministering in that church um, the Lord opened my eyes to a certain man and then the Lord said to me tell him that the blessing I've given him is the woman I gave him he must treat her well so they came forward and I told her, I told them this. And the woman was standing there quietly. And then I think a few days after the service, the man found my number. He called me on the phone and he said, Pastor, you, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. I have known this, but you know, difficulties and everything. I've not been treating my wife well. Well, fast forward, like about maybe 10 years later, I meet this man and he's telling me, Pastor, you remember you give me that prophecy? It is working brutal. My wife has been such a blessing. I'm getting connections here. I'm getting connections there. I'm getting this. I'm getting this. I'm getting that. You know, sometimes the things that God allows us to go through, these things end up becoming our blessing. It's like the baby and the bath water. You don't throw the baby out because of the bath water. So you learn to take out the baby and throw away the dirty bath water. And for some of us, when we get tired when we've had enough we throw away the baby with the bath water and what God is saying is that if you can maintain the baby and throw away the dirty water I've put a blessing in that child and if you can endure and raise that child you are going to rejoice because of that same child hallelujah 
there's always a reward for endurance and for the child of god listening to me today i want you to know you have not been abandoned there's a reward there is a reward and as you endure there is a reward from god as you endure may the lord visit you may the lord reward you bountifully may the lord reward you richly in the mighty name of the lord jesus in the mighty name of the lord jesus may the lord reward you may the lord reward you bountifully in jesus name may the lord reward you bountifully now also another reason why it's important for the child of god to endure is the certainty that in enduring the things we go through god is going to deliver us there's no way the child of god must go through trials and act like an unbeliever there's no way the child of God must go through trials and act like my God will not bring me out. And I want you to know, child of God, no matter what you're going through, God is going to deliver you and God is going to bring you out. He has all the power. He has all the ability. And he's more than able to deliver you. He's more than able to bring you out. You know, you may abandon yourself, but God cannot abandon you. You may turn uh, your back on yourself but god can do that he never abandons his own and we read a story in the bible about the shepherd who abandoned 99 sheep and went looking for one and that's who our god is it doesn't matter to god that there are 99 sheep safe in the pen he will abandon them and go looking for the one that is lost our god will not abandon us and in every trial i want you to endure knowing that god is going to bring you out in every trial, in every difficulty, I want you to endure knowing that God is certainly going to bring you out. God is certainly going to make a way for you. This is not where you are going to die. This is not where you are going to fail. This is not where you are going to collapse. But the Spirit of the Lord is going to bring you out. In the mighty name of Jesus, God is going to make a way for you. God is going to rescue you. God is going to lift your head in the mighty name of Jesus. God is going to bring you out in Jesus' name. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 11, Paul talked about his persecutions, his afflictions, which came unto him at Antioch, Iconium, Lystra. And he talked about all these different locations and the persecutions and the afflictions that he went through. And he said, what persecutions I endured. He said, I went through all of them. He said, but out of them all the lord delivered me out of them all the lord delivered me he did not say out of some of them he said out of them all the lord delivered me i want you to know it doesn't matter how many they are out of all of them the lord is able to deliver you many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivereth him from them all not from some of them but from them all i see god delivering you i see god bringing you out in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus god is going to bring you out somebody is going to come out of barrenness this year somebody is going to come out of poverty this year somebody is going to come out of joblessness this year somebody is going to come out of sickness this year god is going to suddenly heal you as you listen to this message in the mighty name of jesus the visa that has not been approved all this year suddenly you're going to get a letter from the embassy an email and it's going to change everything somebody's going to get a text message that will change your life somebody 
is going to get a phone call that will change your life suddenly God is going to bring you out of where you are after all these years of endurance suddenly you are going to be called for an interview and everything is going to happen so quickly you go into the interview you are ill prepared and then out of the interview you are going to be given the promotion and out of the promotion your status is going to change because God will deliver his people God will bring his people out of affliction I speak over you in the name of Jesus I speak over your family in the name of Jesus I speak over your destiny in the name of Jesus God is bringing you out in the mighty name of Jesus I pray over that problem child that you have suddenly God is touching that child suddenly God is touching that husband of yours suddenly God is touching that wife of yours that curse that you have endured in your family all this while and you have prayed faithfully and believed God faithfully suddenly the curse is broken 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 in Jesus mighty name 